Good morning, Mr. Shekman. Oh, morning, Mr. Burrow. How goes? Oh, very good. Uh, quite impressed this morning. I mean, it's a it's a hell of a hey, thing yeah. to to deliver. I mean, just toasted yeah. bread roll was so nicely done. Ooh, um, yeah, no, yeah, no, yes, Jeremy, shut up. Oh God, no, he's not happy. Uh, I told you to explain. Yeah, I am explaining. Jeremy, I'm explaining it to him. No, I know. Okay, shut up. Just shush. Okay, look, he he's not particularly happy about us referring it to it as a what you you did. It, it's most certainly oh, it, it's it's not it's not a bread roll, Michael. Okay, I'll I'll try and, and delete that from from memory. Okay, fine. Ju- Thank you. Ju- Julie noted. Please, you know, no. my profuse apologies. Um, I must oh, say, I, I was intrigued with the sort of the, the the map that was was on the outside with all the cool mm. sort of destination names of places that I've I've travelled um, before. I mean, I've I've, too, I've huh? never had a, a a bread roll that reminded me of all the sort of old days of travelling. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yes, no, he, it's fine. Jeremy, he knows what it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, look. You know, you, you, you maybe need to stop calling it a bread roll. He, he's really not going to be... A sh- shut up. Oh, my God. Uh, so, no, he... What he now does... Put it down. Jeremy, put it down. No, that, that's... Put that down. He's not throwing things. He's throwing a bit of a tantrum at this point. And... Yes, 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 yes. Um, but... Uh, so, oh, oh God, okay, he left. Um, no, yeah, it, it's. It, so, the the destination names were supposed to give it away. It's the pack your baguette and go special. Um, <laughs> at this point, I'm willing to call it the pack your bread roll and go, but uh, I'm afraid what the response to that all will be. Testing design, Shaka Shekman, Michael Boer. The What Have I Learned uh, this past week? Um, it's a book I've actually brought up. Uh, I have brought it up in a previous episode, but I'm going through it again because it is just actually really entertaining. And it's called Fashioning Apollo. And the author yes. now uh, dropped off. And as a... Okay, the end is rubbish, honestly. You can skip the last couple pages of it. Um, but the how they develop the suits, the spacesuits uh, for the Apollo astronauts. And the it's a great example of... Right, A, because there really wasn't much in the way of spaces. There were pressure suits and things that high-altitude pilots had been using, but the alt, you know, the, the nature of what they were having to do with A, on the moon, and then B, in the spacecraft and stuff, um, necessitated whole new ways of thinking. And it was ideas they ended up getting from corsets, and the sort of, yes. what you know, the tight wearing things around your chest. Uh those ended up being a lot of inspiration for it as an opposed idea and it talks about the op the alternative options being the sort of ring linked you know yeah. hard pressure hard shell suits that you see in some science fiction movies um it's well worth a read in terms of the the logic that the dead ends they went down and okay cool we can't do that and this is why as almost a does uh, going through the design process that they followed it's it's very much worth a read um especially for the, the students if you get your hands on the book uh what yeah. i find is is fascinating about uh, sort of stories like that is you know i mean you, you take the, all the engineering that had that went into it they were talking sort of 55 to 50 years ago is the sort of time hmm. window um some of it's even older than that and the thing is if you were to sort of go and join a let's call it a, a company which which the goal is to go to mars um well 
how much reinventing of the wheel do you need to relearn all from scratch? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the final thing that went into Apollo was the culmination of several hundred concepts. Yeah. With many thousand reasons why they didn't do something else. And it's always mm. important when there's a, let's call it a, a, a disjoint in time, but you're producing something which solves a similar type problem to make sure that, you know, you have gone and done the backstory, um, at, at, at least that you understand it in, in sort of the broad brush strokes. Yeah, no, exactly. So I, I don't see too much of a, a lead into today's topic, so we'll get right into it. Uh, we certainly said with the students, especially when those that are coming up or that were coming up well past that now uh, for fourth year topic ideas uh, for their design projects, and what we see occasionally is the students, they have a, a product in mind, a, a system, a, a solution, and they want to work back to the problem. Um, and sometimes what it is, is a case of a actual product, a, a, a thing you've seen in your house and you're thinking, okay, cool, what, what's the problem with that? And let me make that my problem. Whether it's because you want to design that same thing and you hope you can get away with it, or because you just you, you struggle to come up with problems. So what we're going to go through today is a couple, well, at least one or two, actual products and working back to what the problem is that necessitated that product and then potentially even what alternatives could there be to that same problem. Um, I've, I mean, so it's basically one, the, the yeah. sort of design process backwards. It, exactly. As a, as a potential other way of finding your problem off to start um, because occasionally it's certainly what I do. And let's maybe start with say a, a dishwasher. Dishwasher. I think yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, so I mean, in, in terms of working out the problem, maybe it's first important to work out what it does. Ah, and this is where sort of uh, functional considerations come into it, just to help mm-hmm. identify mm-hmm. basically what a dishwasher does. Well, um, <clears throat> it 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 washes dishes. I hate to say the obvious. Um, <laughs> the 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 act. Of, well, and this is where the human and the machine differ in how they do that mm-hmm. um, mm. the human tends to do it in a hurry so what you do is you speed up the removal of oils grease fats etc from the plate using a detergent um, and you mm-hmm. use mechanical action to do that a dishwasher does and not yeah. and, and abrasives yes a dishwasher yeah. does not do it in exactly this. it does the same thing but it does not do it mm. in the same way um but I'd, I'd say then it, the, the fundamental end result is that it still has removed the yes. the, the, the oil builds up and your yes. your leftovers or whatever's on your plate and your yeah so the stains and so on. Um, now here's a fun the, fact: I only yeah. have two arms, regardless of what students think. I only have Never two arms. Huh? My oh, superhero okay. powers are not not. I haven't <laughs> haven't grown eight eight arms yet. So when it comes to washing dishes, I can do two cups at a time. And I can do a whole bunch of knives mm. and forks at a time. But when mm. it comes to things like plates or a frying pan, I can do one at a mm. time. <laughs> yeah. How many can a dishwasher do simultaneously? Yeah, Not I a mean, whole lot. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's a single operation. Like 12 set. plates, 12 bowls, 24 knives Depending and forks, on. glasses, I mean, the works, all at the same time. Yeah, so it, it's a... Because is that part of the problem in that it's the convenience that it can do multiple sets at once? I don't think so. I, I, I think that's because it's 
you, you can still have your small little dishwashers that do two plates at a time. You slot them yes. in, they give a, a high pressure clean to it and, and go on. The other thing I, I'd say is as a, a function is they house and hold the, 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 the plates in position. Um, and your cups and so on and so forth. It's not just literally throw them and let them jostle around like a tumble dryer. Um, there's going to be a particular end result if that is to be done. I think uh, if so you're good at Tetris, that's the intended thing, is that you don't get the noise. You know, it, it doesn't sound like you've got a Chinook helicopter hovering inside your dishwasher because some people don't know how to pack a dishwasher. Here's the thing, no, right? Yeah. I mean, let's let's split this thing in terms of, let's say, time, effort, and energy. It takes a reasonable amount of time to pack a dishwasher if if it's full mm. i mean it's not mm. it's not a two second job um no. and then it does take a reasonable amount of time to do its job you know yes hour, yeah hour, it is hour typically half, an two hours hour some of them. Like, yeah yes, okay yeah. um and then there's the unpacking job and that mm-hmm. cute thing of like you know all the, all the cups that aren't p- perfectly flat you've got to shake the little water spots out etc that's great for chasing a dog around the kitchen at six in the morning with all the water <laughs> off the top of the cups just saying um and then you've got to unpack the, the, the whole thing which then takes takes a while if uh, you did it by hand you could probably wrap all of that up in i'm guessing half, at least half the time um yeah so so why do we have them would you say it cleans them better I've experienced multiple different um, levels in terms of ages of dishwasher, and the old ones certainly can't always be said to clean yes. as well. Yes. Um, are, 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 they, are they as reliable as doing it by hand? Answer is um, no. Ooh. I mean, as 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 my, my mom always says, dishwashers don't have hands. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. There's some in some many cases. There's a bit of prep before dishwasher. You know, just get that. Ah, so you've got to pre-wash or... the damn thing before it goes into the dishwasher to spend two and a half hours being properly washed. And I, again, why do why are they there? Okay, so it's certainly not a time-saving uh, factor, and it's if maybe even not an energy uh, input factor. The cleaning, I think we could maybe argue it's either way, it's the same, but one thing that I'm getting onto, what that sort of uh, my brain's locked onto is the difference in the tools used. And if that maybe is a a, a factor to play and namely the abrasives. Now you got the the sort of rough side of the sponge. Um, And certainly with some of your non-stick pans, I don't know if you actually can put a non-stick pan in a dishwasher. but there's certain utensils and things that do not like an abrasive yes. um, a thing on them. So is it a safer way or a uh, more protective way? I think most or... people would say it's a convenience thing. And then there's the thing of, well, I can see that if, let's say, for example, during a day, at the end of each meal, the few plates and few cups were kind of loaded in, as they arrived as opposed to in one large batch and then you hit play and in the morning you open the dishwasher up and then unpacked it i can see that there is definite convenience because you, you know a, apart from like a just a rinse on a plate before putting it under the thing you haven't had to do any additional work mm. um, not very much but if you save up the giant pile of plates and then you have to then rinse all the hard breakfast stuff off it and all the hard lunch stuff off it and all the hard dinner stuff and then spend time playing Tetris um, to avoid the helicopter blades inside the dishwasher and then hit play and then wait for it and then unpack it. Then you're not 
using it for convenience. So I think it is, if you use it smartly, your kitchen never looks like there are dishes to be done because they are waiting in their designated waiting space, if, if you call it that. If, if we were to go down the route of convenience, how would we word that into a problem? How, how do we take that back to being a problem that it solves? What well, it, it's, it's tricky. I mean, you think of another appliance which is the same size and shape, just, I, I guess, for standardization, called the washing machine. Mm. And the thing mm. is, ah, doing washing in your kitchen sink versus in the washing machine is a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, in which case, there's, you know, if, if, if you can get a washing machine, you you, you use a washing machine. Um, yes. But it's one of those things that, you know, if you've got, you've got a really small kitchen, it's a case of you'll choose a washing machine rather than a dishwasher. Oh, yeah, I have. I uh, have space. Uh, 100% now. right. And the thing is, oh, well, if washing dishes was that bad, you would have chosen to wash your socks and things in, mm. in the kitchen sink versus the, the plates. Mm. So certainly in the case of a problem regarding convenience, there's a specific target market. It's not for everyone. You're certainly not focusing the problem that every single person must have a dishwasher because um, that, that you're not going to be able to certainly warrant. I mean, the fact is not everyone does have one and yet they're still by well, a washing machine. Uh, yeah. I, I dishwasher. Um, they, you're not going to be able to warrant it because people can quite easily survive without one. What about a sense of they both use water? It's something to maybe do a look into how much water is used in a proper washing up, not one of these quick rushed, turn the tap on, let it spray, and kind of give it a bit of a scrub, but the amount of water used for washing a set of dishes, and you'd probably have to reduce it down to uh, a plate per, a liter per plate or something like that, uh, or liter per surface area, how much water is used by each. I would, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I mean, if you're doing economical manual washing of dishes, the you know the traditional thing is fill up the sink, wash all the plates in the dirty water, and then do a, a, as um, economical rinse as possible. I think mm. where the wasting of water happens when you're doing manual dishing or, or manual uh, washing of dishes is not in the washing, but it's in the rinsing. Um, and that's mm. because of the nature of how a tap works. And, you know, mm. if, if you're trying to aim this river of water down a plate that you know you've got to do that shuffle thing with your hands like you're learning how to drive to get the plate to to be clean and you've got to turn the pan over etc in the dishwasher it basically uses fine fine spray at high pressure but quite mm. a lot of that water is then reused and recirculated yeah. so yes mm. very good question um would that be the reason that people have opted for a dishwasher to save water i don't think so but is there a potential problem there that we could say a a new product, a effectively we call it dishwasher for the sake of it, but one that uses less or no water altogether? Is there a problem there? I, I definitely would say so. Yes, there are obviously other ways to, uh, I mean, if 2020 taught us anything, it's that you don't <laughs> have to use water for absolutely everything. Mm. You, you can use alternatives. Yeah. Um, and, and if you think about it, all you need to do is you need to have some form of solvent, uh, d- detergent mm. to get rid of this. Uh, you need something at in a dishwasher, it's done at high pressure. If it's done manually, it's done with ma- manual sort of um, shear forces. Um, mm. All you need to do is come up with an equivalent system, which did the same, performed the same function, but with you know certain criteria, um, no use of water, high reuse of water, whatever the case is. Um, you, you could certainly motivate for doing that. 
but that's not what no. current dishwashers do no and it's an interesting sort of point there in that you know this this task is about finding a problem it's about finding a problem so we, we can look at making a product and a solution to a problem so even if it's not necessarily the purpose and the function behind a dishwasher to save water it could still lead you down that path uh, the original dishwashers way back when when they were introduced and they've actually been around for a while not necessarily in the form we know them as as now they were actually developed first to protect the the plates in the china the from being tripped and damaged what the people were finding is that you know, when the the okay this is way back when obviously the sort of uh, house staff were were cleaning um the the various priceless china and and cutlery and all that on uh, things were becoming damaged and chipped so it's way of removing the human element of making mistakes and inconsistencies and procedures and make it a more this is it will be held in this way it's always held in this way so we can make sure that it doesn't damage and it's carefully placed and secured and so on um hit with water washed and nothing is damaged now ironically i've i know of multiple cutlery and plates and stuff that are very much damaged in a dishwasher yeah. um and we could maybe argue that it has moved on to a, a different sort of uh ultimate function at the end of the day into what it currently is now yes and my I, main I idea with this that. yeah yeah my main thing is is that you can occasionally look up and you can look up the history of the device why was the car invented and, and say that's the problem that your tesla model 3 currently solves and it's not it has things have moved on from that initial problem because sometimes what happens is that we have we've gone from this is what the problem is or this is the product that built off on that problem let's go back to a problem whether it's that one or another one and let's build a design of that one right yeah. let's, or let's compete against it and i will compete against that competitive you know the samsung versus the d dishwasher let's beat them now we lose track of what the original thing was we're just trying to outperform them in a particular characteristic and all of those avenues in terms of finding a problem are perfectly acceptable it's just more of a case of once you've got that problem then it's a case of fine it's almost forget about what that thing that led to that problem was now define the problem from that point onwards otherwise if you keep thinking dishwasher throughout the problem and throughout the beginning of your design you're going to design a dishwasher at the end yeah, I mean, it's. It, I was just busy sort of randomly trying to think of of something completely weird and abstract to say, and mm. I've almost <laughs> finished thinking about it. So I'm going to start saying it, and I'm hoping the end makes sense. So here goes. Okay. Um, I was trying to work out. Okay, so a dishwasher and a washing machine fundamentally do exactly the same thing, but the only mm. difference between clothing and cutlery and crockery is Young's modulus. That's literally the only difference true in terms of flexibility now here's the thing mm. obviously it would be hell of a tricky to eat of a wobbly flexible fork and a wobbly mm. flexible knife but if let's say your plates and things had been different let's assume that i don't know the, the out of the apollo program everything was u- uber flexible indestructible mm. um, plates and cups and stuff like that which was soft and squashy and they held their shape but they were easy to do you would just bung them all in a washing machine with a, you know, um, a, a few sponges and some soap and let, let it go. Um, mm. But because they're rigid, you then can't use the way which you clean flexible, soft things in, in the same way. Um, 
and that's obviously why they're not the same but it does so anyway that was my complete random off topic thing I, 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 just, I, I went the other direction I thought how can we you know can you wash and dry clothes okay I mean okay a washing machine doesn't fundamentally dry your clothes but it certainly rinses yes. your, your clothing after having done the wash is there a way of rinsing it without a spin cycle um, or a way of holding it and doing a, a rinse without you know basically you almost clamp it and you use pressure instead of a, a rotational motion you basically force the water out there we go and what i'm thinking of is and i have done this before but if you ever go for like a picnic near the beach and you end up wanting to wash your stuff before you take it back what you do is you clamber onto some rocks where the waves start crashing in and you basically use wave impact to wash the plates hmm. yeah and if you hmm. think about if you were to keep all your stuff in the middle of the washing machine and let the drum spin sloshing water up and down and left and right that mm. would that would fundamentally clean the plates quite nicely we certainly we very much run into uh, this is a product a solution what was the problem that necessitated Ex- us having exactly to both? <laughs> and it's one of those things where if if this was uh, a, a, a dire emergency where washing of plates was was crucial and the only thing available was a washing machine how would you modify the hell out of it to mm. be not not ruin everything but that is a definite uh, side tracking yes so actually think, what you know, what was yeah. the what was the problem and the thing is Okay, um, to prevent impact of one piece of whatever with another piece to prevent damage, that, that was what it was invented for. And mm. that, even though you can argue, is not really a problem anymore, um, the, the, the design has been retained and it hasn't really been no. improved by much. I, I'm moving into other, other ways. I mean, if the, the problem is revolving around the function of cleaning, you've basically install a, a fire suppression system in your house and you just right once a day hit the button just sprays everything down with water make sure your plates are laid out make sure your clothes are laid out and then just sprays and hoses everything down you may have then high pressure air that blasts makes your house or your home a wind tunnel and just blasts you know 180 kilometer hour winds through and then pick everything up afterwards and yeah, I mean, I also think maybe there's there's a there's a possibility of uh, of of using um, bugs, fungus, uh, bacteria, or whatever mm. to like atomically clean the plates. Um, you know, leave it there mm. until all the green mold on it turns black, then wipe it off and reuse. You know, could be some form of yeah. bio cleaning agent. Yeah. But then it comes down once more to, to the problem is, you know, if, if we're going to a convenience factor, right, a convenience factor now for a, the cleaning of a home. Now, I think the convenience for large homes that starts to become an issue. So it's very much focusing the problem towards smaller homes. And in this day and age, because of the fact that we are, especially more, your more congested areas and cities and towns, you have smaller living spaces. Uh, that people can afford then you don't have space for your washing machine and your dishwasher and your your, your tumble dryer and uh, your microwave and all, all those things um, a more sing- singular unit that the cleaning unit that will clean your dishes clean your clothes and then moves around your house and cleans the floor um, 
that's sad that's potential. <laughs> as a potential thing I, I i think you'd there's still a lot to do in terms of defining that that problem and more importantly motivating that needs a solution and here um, and here is concept five um mm. with with eating trends all these sort uh. of millennial hipsters what, what exactly are they eating off they don't use plates you know, in in in, in the world of junk food and stuff like that, and and ready meals, what is it to oh, put in the dishwasher? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, so then, is it a case of efficient recycling? I think there there there's a there's a good problem, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think we we certainly we've seen it in the fourth year projects, and it's stuff we were actually talked about in that you know be careful around problems relating to. COVID in its current state, because when you finally get into designing this thing, we have no idea what the state of the world is going to be at that point. The idea, okay, cool, dishwasher, all right, we'll always have to clean plates. If we get to the point that we, we never have plates anymore, it's, it is microwavable, you know, instant use dishes that go into recycling thing and it basically melts it down, pulls out all everything else, pulls out the plastic and then reforms it in a 3D printer for you you know that that's an entirely different solution yeah. altogether it still does the same thing but there is in fact there's even less prep needed because in case you just throw your plates in this this effectively disposal system it separates the useful material i mean it'd be a nightmare to try to do that but if, if it's even possible but separate the useful from the waste waste goes into the bin useful goes into your processing unit then 3d prints you the rest of your new cutlery for the day yeah, in, in actual fact, yes, you, you, you yeah, it, 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 it does almost the same thing, but through a different process as, as a dishwasher, mm. if you were to think about it, yeah. Hmm. I think, well, we've got other topics, but we'll save those for the next episode. Uh, if you guys have got any questions, anything you want to talk about on this particular topic, we've yet to actually get too many questions so far, uh, so I'm going to wait for them to build up before we do an episode on, on questions. Uh, or if you've got any suggestions or whatever the case is, please let us know at toastingdesign at gmail.com. Otherwise, thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.